And that was Bello. All right, so <clears throat> he's sitting on my lap right now. The guy's got some fucking separation anxiety. It's, it, it's, it, it's kind of embarrassing. So with, with the whole fucking car thing that's going on, um, if, you're just, if you're just listening for the first time, welcome. Uh, if, you're <laughs> if you're a returning listener, you know that my car got stolen for the second time in a year. Almost exactly a year to the day, my car got stolen for a second time. And, um, you know, at, at no surprise, my insurance company is in just zero rush to get this finished. Just zero rush. Just zero urgency to help me out and get things going. So I, I, I know I haven't talked to you guys in a couple weeks. So a couple weeks ago, my uh, adjuster called me on a Friday as soon as the car was found, and she goes, okay, cool, awesome, um, well, can I, uh, are you free uh, Tuesday or Wednesday to do your recorded, um, you know, recorded statement of, like, what happened, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'm, I'm, I'm free Tuesday, and she goes, okay, cool, so Tuesday at 8 a.m., perfect, well, some shit goes down, and I had, to, I had to reach out to her on a Monday, and I reached out to her on a Monday. I get her on the phone. And I'm like, hey, I had a quick question about this. Da da da. But beep, but boop. Has your fucking mother? She says she's tired from fucking my father. And I said, what a pig. And then she goes, oh. And then I go, well, listen. While I have you on the phone right now, can I just do the recorded thing right now? I just would love to expedite this process and get things moving on on this whole fucking operation. And then she goes, um, you know, I'm sorry. I'm actually I'm completely booked today. I'm like completely booked. Like. I'm talking to you right now. I did this a year ago. It takes five fucking minutes. Completely booked. You know what? Really? Really? You're completely booked from top to fucking bottom? In an eight-hour day, you don't have five minutes to spare? Really? So I, I gotta wait till tomorrow to get this fucking thing going? Like, it's just like, just no fucking end. And then she goes, okay, well, listen. I can't do it today. I'm completely booked. Also, if you filled out the vehicle question, uh, vehicle theft questionnaire, I go, yeah, I filled it out. She goes, have you got it notarized? And I go, no, I, I haven't. And I, I got it notarized last year. Um, and I just, what, why do I have to get it notarized? And she goes, well, I mean, it's to prove that you did it. I go, I'm fucking telling you I did it. And when you see the pictures of my fucking chicken scratch, like I'm a two-year-old with fucking dyslexia, you're going to realize it's me, okay? Well, no, I need a, I need a, I need a notarized to just, just legally to know that it's you. I go, why would I lie about the information of my car? Like, you, th- you think I like, like, fucking filling out that, like, these fucking animals took my catalytic converter again and there was a fire under the hood like it was a fucking camping trip? So I, so I got to go get this thing fucking notarized. And I go to this notary, and um, it's this place like, right down the street from me, and I go there, and the lady goes, oh, sorry, um, she's not here right now. She's at the other location uh, down the street on Ventura. It's like two miles away. Here's the address. So this this lady has got fucking two notary operations going. So I go to the other place, and I walk in, and I go, hey, you know, fucking Estelle from down the street told me that you were here today. And she goes, oh, yes, thank you for coming by. So she takes out her fucking stamp, and I go, listen, she told me, I, I, I have to get this notarized and like and like legally that I got to do this. Like like what the fuck? Like what is this notary bullshit? And she goes, well, I was trained by the state of California to um, basically like I've just like take I've taken training and I'm legally allowed to ensure that you are signing this and that you are this. And I go and you you are this person. And I go great. And she goes and that'll be fifteen dollars. I go. Really? Really? You're going to charge me $15 to stamp your fucking stamp? I mean, like, I understand the position 
I understand that like maybe you need someone that's been trained and is trustworthy and has a background check to enable the government to know that I, Vinny Falcone, am, am like filling this information out and that it's me submitting that. I understand that. But how about it's a volunteer operation? How about you're not going to fucking charge me $15 to send this fucking shit to my insurance company? How about you just have a state, you know, you have appointed people that are volunteering to do this, not some lady making a fucking business out of this. I mean, she owns two post office. She's got fucking 18 stamps going and she's making a fucking living. She had a, she had a Rolex on this fucking lady. Just making, just fucking notarizing shit hand over fist with fucking date justs. I mean, like, really? You're going to fucking break my balls and have me pay $15 to send my shit to my fucking insurance company? Just out of control. The world is burning. Everything sucks, and my life's a fucking joke. And welcome to the podcast, folks. This is just count to ten. I'm your host, Vinny Falcone, and this is the Anger Management Podcast that won't help you with the anger. We'll just get angry together. And I got Bello on my lap. He's pawing out my arm because he knows I'm getting upset. He's kind of like a he's kind of like a service dog, honestly. In the sense where like he knows I'm about to fucking freak out and break a printer, and he like starts like biting my ankles and goes like 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 relax, relax, relax. So. This podcast might be a little rough for him because it's about to be 45 minutes of me just fucking losing my shit. So the poor guy might have some alopecia after this. Fuck you, Mrs. Smith. All right. Um, dude, so... Okay, so that, that that was, you know, just, like, I guess, like, not bad customer service because it's, like, they didn't, she didn't do anything bad. It's just, like, the whole principle of it sucks. But you want to you hear, hear some some good customer service for once? Just some some good customer service because, like, my friend Luke Allen, live from the 405 podcast, check it out. He always complains about customer service because it, it's a dying art. It's a dying art because you know why? Because you got these people who are making dog shit money, so why would they give a fuck? Why would they care? I get it. You're getting paid $15 an hour. Who, who can live on that? Nobody. So when you're making that, you're pissed because you're fucking broke. And I get it. And why would you try hard? Because nothing, nothing works out in life. You know what I mean? So who gives a shit? But you want to hear a nice story about nice customer service? So uh, I forget what I was doing, but old Vince has been a little loosey-goosey with a diet lately just because like there's some days where I have like a thousand calories because I don't eat in the morning and then I caddy and I can't eat then and I get home and I have like a meal or two so to like balance out the calories I've just been like eating shit some days and it was a fucking Monday and Zoe's like let's get some bagels and I'm like okay bitch let's get some bagels you little rug rat. So there's this place called Hank's Basil Bagels, and I, I I am I am proudly shouting them out. Hank's Bagels. Now I think they have a couple different locations, but I can personally attest to the one on Ventura in Sherman Oaks. Hank's Bagels. So bagels in L.A. fucking suck. Pizza in L.A. can suck. Everyone says, "Oh, it's the water. It's the water. The water. The pH in in New York is different. The pH. It, it, listen, listen, folks. It ain't the fucking water. All right. I hate to break it to you. It's the technique. It, it, it's all technique. Every cooking thing is time and temperature plus technique. That's everything. You know. Of course, ingredients play a part in terms of quality. But when it comes to pH level of the water, come on, lick my fucking dick, okay? Please. And I just went back. And I just got back from the gym." So it's going to taste like a fucking pickle jar, all right? Lick my fucking dick. So, and, and here's the thing. The reason why bagels out here suck and pizza out here sucks, like I said, is technique. Specifically, when it comes to bagels, the technique sucks. And I'll tell you what it is. Out here, 
what they do is is probably the recipe of the dough in combination with how they roll it out. With with New York bagels, what they do is one they add molasses. Okay, no, I don't like think many places out here add a sweetening agent like molasses and or honey. The second thing is, um, it's the technique of rolling out the dough. And this is boring to you. Skip ahead. If not, fucking there you go. It's also the technique of rolling out the dough. People out here in LA, what they do is they call they do a punch hole bagel. And what that is is you just roll the dough the the dough into a ball and you just punch a hole through it and widen the hole out and that's your bagel. And what that does is it develops zero fucking texture in the bagel. The chew is dog shit. It's puffy like a fucking cloud, and that's only cute for spotting airplanes, not for eating bagels. What the New York guys do is they roll it into a ball, then they roll it into a pancake, then they roll it into a cigar, then they twist the cigar in opposite directions almost like a candy cane then they attach the two ends of that cigar looking piece of dough and then they boil it in water with baking soda for like two three minutes each side and then what they do is they bake the bagel on top of a piece of two by four with a burlap sack stapled to the two by four and the burlap sack is wet and what that does is it allows moisture while the bagel's cooking in an oven. Now, out here, they don't do that shit, okay? It's half-assed. They punch a hole through the bagel. They throw it into the fucking oven. They serve it to some fucking Armenian bitch in a Mercedes. Then she drives away and yells at the next waiter at the restaurant she goes to. But this place, Hank's Bagels, apparently, it's good shit. So I walk into this place. Already, I love it. It's no thrills. You walk in. There's flour, bags of flour stacked up on the side. Signs that say, don't sit in the flour. We use this flour. And I'm like, this is fucking great. There's like 20 guys working. They're cutting bagels, um, slicing and dicing bacon, making eggs, uh, all this kind of shit. And the, 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 the fucking the, uh, menu... The left side is like all like um like fufu bagels. Like there's like, you know, not fufu, but it's like uh gourmet. Bacon, egg, and cheese. There was a soprasad with provolone with a salad and a vinaigrette. I got that. Fucking delicious. And like other like crazy stuff. And then the other side of the board is like just a bagel with cream cheese. Okay. Now you know LA prices are out of control. Now the gourmet bagels. And listen, I got two gourmet bagels, and let me tell you, like, fucking filling. The gourmet bagels range from anywhere between eleven fifty and thirteen fifty, and the thirteen fifty is the one that has lox, capers, cream cheese, dill, the fucking works, right? That's thirteen fifty. Then you're probably thinking that's kind of expensive, but the bagel is huge. The lox were great, and the capers, and the it's you know quality ingredients, but. If that's too expensive for you, which I can agree, if you want to get just a bagel, that's expensive. But they have the option of just a bagel and cream cheese. And folks, do you know what a bagel and cream cheese costs at Hank's Bagels on Ventura and Sherman Oaks? Drum roll, please, Bello. $2.50. Come on, folks! Let's give a hand for fucking Hank's. Let's give a hand to Hank's. That is like... North Jersey in the late 90s, Tony Soprano is curb-stopping motherfuckers, okay, Paulie Walnuts is whacking people, all right, and Christopher's doing heroin. That's a fucking beautiful thing, folks. $2.50 for a bagel with cream cheese? That's unheard of, okay? They got sesame seed, they got poppy, they got cinnamon raisin, they got everything, and they got plain, uh, toasted or not toasted. I mean, who does that? 
Who does that anymore? Nobody. Hanks on Ventura, all right? So me and Zoe, we walk in. She gets a bacon, egg, and cheese, and I get the one that is um, the soprasad, the provolone with the um, uh, salad tossed in like a vinaigrette, right? She gets like a pop. She gets a sesame seed. I got a poppy. We do a half and a half. Delicious. We whack these bagels down, and I go, holy shit, Zoe. Oh, wait, real, real quick. So we get the bagels. We walk outside. I'm fucking pumped, right? We walk outside. There's tables outside, and it's like on the part of Ventura where it's not like dirty and shit. Like it's like clean. There's no homeless people. It's, it's nice. You can sit outside and enjoy yourself. So we go outside to these tables. And, wait, am I fucking recording, cocksucker? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you already knew I was recording, but I didn't, I didn't for a second. Um, so we go outside, and I grab a table. It's always following me. And I go to sit down, and some motherless fuck who should be shot in the back of his head left a water cup, full water cup, on the ground. And I hit it with my foot, and I got my Nikes on, and the water goes all over my fucking foot, into my sock. Now I got a wet foot like Bill Murray in Groundhog's Day. Ned? Ned Ryerson? I, my foot's drenched, folks. My foot is fucking drenched. And it's like these cocksuckers with these fucking water cups for their dogs. Now, you know me. I love animals and I love my dog. Bello, my best little buddy. But you don't have to bring... Did you just fart, you fuck? Never mind. Um, my, 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 uh, what the fuck was I saying? Um, my, all right, I love dogs. I love, I love my, Bellows, my best guy, right? But you don't have to bring your dog every single place you go and constantly ask for water cups for a 20 minute meal. You're eating a bagel. Really? Does your dog need water? Okay. Well, it's hot outside. Yeah, it is hot. It's 95 degrees in the valley. Maybe you should keep him in your fucking apartment. Why are you bringing your dog here? You gonna bring your dog here and leave your full water cup on the ground so people can hit it and get it in their sock? Now my day's ruined. My whole fucking day is ruined because I hate wasting two pairs of socks in one day. Anyway, I brush that off. I kick the cup into the street like a fucking animal. We eat these bagels. We finish them. I'm like Zoe. This is the, I, I'm I'm blown away. I'm blown away. The bagel like like the gluten structure is great. Like there's like Bello, will you cut the shit, pal? The ba- the gluten the uh, gluten structure is great. There's like nice little holes in the bagel. The chew is sensational. We we both got them toasted because we're professionals. Great operation, right? And I go, Zoe, call me crazy. Do you want to split one? Because I was so uh, overwhelmed with the gourmet bagels that I forgot that I-, I wanted a bagel cream cheese. I I forgot that I even wanted that. And I saw the board with all this shit going on, and I'm like, holy hell, let's get a soprasad and provolone. And she goes, to be honest. I didn't even want a bacon, egg, and cheese. I wanted a bagel cream cheese, too. I go, let's go in there and get a bagel and cream cheese and split that. Fuck it. Why not? You know what I mean? So we walk back in there. We're looking at the menu. And uh, I'm like, you know what, Zoe? We eat that fast. I think if we have this, we're going to feel, like, so sick. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. So we walk, we go, we're going to walk out. And I think there's, like, a young couple who owns the operation. They go, where are you guys going? Do you, do you want to order? And we go, oh, you know what? We actually literally just had... One of your, like we each had a bagel each. It was amazing. Thank you. We were gonna split another one, but like we don't want to get sick, whatever. Like gonna feel sick. And the owner goes, "I don't want to hear that. We just had the we just did a test run of a, a cheddar jalapeno bagel. I'm gonna give you guys one on the house. I want you just to be sick." I go, 
I mean, I feel like I'm in fucking Little Italy, and it's like 19 fucking 30, and, you know, Vito Corleone just came over, he just shot that fucking prick with the white hat in the hallway, and now he's done. I mean, I feel like this is like old school shit, he's just gonna give us a bagel in the house because he likes our faces, you know what I mean? It's just like, so he goes back there, he gives us a, a cheddar jalapeno bagel, he goes, we're, it just, we're, we're, we're testing it out. Tell me if you like it. Um, appreciate you guys coming in. Hopefully, I'll see you soon. And I'm like, dude, this has been an amazing experience. Bagel, I'm from the East Coast. Bagels are outstanding. You're definitely going to see me around. Awesome. Uh, great to see you guys. So now me and, me, me and Zoe are walking back to the car. We're, 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 shit, we're sharing this bagel. It's delicious. It's fucking delicious. It's a combination of like, so like they, I, I, it looks like they kind of like, like, I don't know how they did it, honestly. I think maybe they rolled, like some, like sprinkled some cheese into the dough, and then also put some cheese on top or something. Because like, some parts of the cheese are kind of like gooey, like a grilled cheese, and then other parts of the cheese that's on the outside of the bagel, it's kind of like, um, you know, like when you're making like uh like cheese on like a flat top, and it kind of like it's like that that like that burnt kind of like charred cheese a little bit. It's that with a little bit of spice and the it, guys, it was sensational. Hanks on Ventura, check it out. Now, sorry if that was a bit of a rant, but uh, I, I had to talk about it. It's just like it, just good customer service. I mean, I felt so good about that place that I, I can't wait to go back. I mean, my stomach was shot because I'm not used to having all that fucking bread and shit, but it was delicious. All right. Um, so, wait, actually, let me, let me get a sip of this real quick. One more. Hold on. Hmm. All right, thanks for holding on. So, you, you ever meet people, and you're like, "Man, you're fucked up," you know? And it's like, it's like, how did you get that messed up? Well, listen, from my experience, it's generally the parents, right? Usually, I mean, you know, the whole thing, nature versus nurture. Of course, like some people are just born a little fucked up, and then if you have like asshole parents, that's gonna amplify that. But I was going into, um, so a couple Saturdays ago, my buddy Joe invited me to his kid's first birthday at Dave and Buster's in Hollywood. Now, on paper, that sounds like a nightmare to me, but I want to be more social. I haven't seen this guy in like two years. Um, He's a cool dude. I want to see his kid. I haven't seen his wife in forever, so I'm like, Vinny, just man up and do this thing. So I'm going to... uh, I'm starting the process to go into the Hollywood, go into Hollywood, and I got I got to buy him a gift. So he's one years old. I know I, don't, I know Joe's a huge sports guy, and I'm like, you know what? Let me try to get him some like like something sporty at uh like Big Five, whatever. Or yeah, right, Big Five. It's a sporting good score, whatever the fuck. So I'm walking around, and I'm like, oh cool, I see like a little Nerf football. I'm like, this is perfect. It's like soft. It's like small enough for a one year old to hold. Perfect. So I'm in line, and I'm behind this family. It's a mother and two kids. The two kids are roughly, if I were to guess, 15 and like 17 or something like that, 15 and 18. The girl, who's probably like 16, 17 years old, whatever, picks up a pack of gum. Pack of gum. What is it, two, three bucks, a pack of gum? She picks it up. Her mom goes, what are you doing with that? And the girl goes, I'm getting some gum. Yeah, like I want to listen to you chew gum for the rest of the day. Put it back. What are you doing picking up gum? What the fuck? And she's like, she's like, I'm sorry. He's like, don't, don't, don't buy gum with me, okay? And I'm just thinking, like, 
What a piece of shit. You should date my father, you fucking cunt. Who? How dare you? Your daughter wants a pack of gum? And then you say to her, like, I want to listen to you chew gum all day? Do you think she's going to grow up to be remotely normal? That her mother won't allow her to chew gum? She's not asking to blow the guy in the dressing room. She's asking to get some orbit, you crazy bitch. I mean, this is these are the people that should that should have gotten interviewed before they had kids. Hi, my name is uh, Deborah. This is my husband John, and um, and we want to have some kids. And uh, we 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 you know the new protocol is you got to come in and get like kind of interviewed, like you know, like you would if you were to adopt a kid. And now since they have some protocols over like you know people who just fuck, um, you know, we're just here for our interview. And, uh, okay, great, 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 awesome, awesome. So, uh, first of all, um, you know, thanks for coming in. First of all, uh, just a quick question for you guys. Um, you know, first one's going to be an easy question. Uh, let's, let's start with you, John. Let's say you're at a big five, right, and you just bought your kids uh, some sneakers, or maybe some back-to-school clothes, or they just started soccer, you want to give them some cleats, right? And they're in line at the, uh, at the, at the, at the uh, you know, the cashier. And uh, let's say your daughter, right, let's say she's like 16 years old, you know, good-looking girl, you know, she, you know, bright, bright, smart, you know. Let's say she picks up a pack of Orbit, right, and, uh, you know, and she, and she wants to buy it. What do you, what do you say? And John goes, uh, Oh, I mean, you know, I'd be like, uh, you know, <laughs> make sure you get spearmint. That's my favorite flavor. But, you know, uh, yeah, get it, whatever, get it. And then, you know, uh, you know, just buy the gum. I, I, you know, pretty, pretty easy question, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, I just wanted to start off easy. Um, now, Deborah, you know, just uh, hot potato, back to you. Uh, what would you do? <laughs> well, I didn't know, um, didn't know John felt that way. I guess this is another thing that we disagree on. What, what what do you mean, honey? What you're telling me our daughter is gonna buy a pack of gum on a Saturday and do what with it? Chew it like an animal? Chew it like a fucking cow grazing, John? Really? Do you understand how if our daughter gets a pack of gum on a Saturday for three dollars and twenty five cents, that it's gonna ruin my fucking week? Do you understand that, John? You selfish son of a bitch. God damn it. Sometimes when you answer shit like this, I don't even know if I want to have kids with you. I mean, what a crazy, what a crazy fucking bitch. That is something my dad would do. When I was in Aruba one time, I was fucking nine years old wearing Aruba. We went on like three family vacations. This is one of them. I'm wearing flip-flops because we're in the fucking Caribbean or wherever it is, Bahamas or wherever. I'm wearing flip-flops. We're walking. My dad goes, if I hear those flip-flops slap against your heels again, I'm taking them off. You're walking barefoot. You understand me? I couldn't wear flip-flops. You understand? What the fuck? And this chick can't chew gum? I feel bad for her. She's going to be fucked up. Might be a comedian. Bello, I swear to God. Quit pawing at me. I'm fine. Okay. So, where am I on time? Um. Okay. I got time. Okay. So, I'm looking for cars, right? And I'm trying to keep, you know, just like, it's just insane right now because, of course, my car got stolen in like the highest, in like the, in like the, when the cars are, the, are at its absolute highest. Like, a, like a, for instance, like a used Honda Civic with like 80,000 miles is like $23,000. Are you fucking kidding me, folks? Are you fucking kidding me? So, I've been looking at Lexus. Because Lexus is uh, a great car. It's basically like a high-end Toyota. They last forever. They're harder to steal. And uh, I just want like a nice vehicle, you know? I, I've, you know it's, not like, it's not like Kia is a bad car. 
in terms of like it being like nicer, you know, is it luxury? Fuck no. You know, am I a little embarrassed to say I drive one? Sure. But I would have driven that thing into the ground. You know, I, I would have put another like 80,000 miles on it gladly because I just fucking paid the thing off, you know. But I'm not driving that anymore. Two times getting stolen, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, fuck your mother. You know what I mean? Or however, however that saying goes. So I, I'm like, I'm just going to get a nicer car. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I got a new job. I'll be making more money, whatever. Let's just enjoy myself, you know. So I'm looking at this Lexus, and I, I see one for like $22,000, uh, 70,000 miles. It's 2016. Looks pretty fucking sexy. Only thing is, it's in Bumblefuck, California. It's in like Montclair, which is like 40 miles southeast of me. So the morning of, I call the dealership, and I go, hey, what's going on? I'm calling for that, da 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 And he goes, oh, yeah, dude. Yep, we're getting a lot of hits on that one. I go, yeah, I bet. Um, Listen. Any chance if I put like five grand down, uh, we can do like 22 out the door if I come in today? He goes, listen, I can't say anything over the phone because people will use that against me or other places if they, you know, like we quote people. But what I can say is you come in today, you put five grand down, I'm pretty sure we could work with you. And I go, okay, I just want to make sure that like you could work with me and that like, you know, you have the car because it's a 40 mile drive. And, uh, you know, I don't want to, like, you know, drive out there and have my dick in my hand. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, you know, I, I get you, man. Yeah, just uh, just let me know if you're coming. And I go, yep, you got it. So I think about it a little more. I show Zoe, and Zoe's like, it's a pretty good deal, man. And, uh, you know, Carly's pretty hot. And I'm like, okay. So I text the guy, and I go, yep, I'm coming in, uh, leaving in a little bit. He goes, great. So, you know, Zoe, that sweetheart, we hop in her car. We drive 40 miles, which is about an hour drive in Los Angeles. We pull up to the dealership, we're looking around, and I'm just like, I don't see it, but it's a big lot, let's just go inside. So we go inside, and the guy's like, hey, how can I help you? I'm like, um, I'm looking for Ruben, and he goes, oh, man, he's a, he's a popular guy today. Listen, he's with somebody right now, but why don't you, why don't you take a seat? And I'm sitting down, and dude, I haven't been in a dealership in like seven years, and I fucking hate, I hate dealerships. I hate car salesmen, I hate the whole operation. It's just like... It's these guys who are walking around in like these like cheap dress clothes that you can tell they've had for 15 years with these like swayy, swoopy, floopy, doopy dress pants where like the pant legs are just like swaying back and forth like like each pant leg is like is like Marilyn Monroe's dress over that fucking like escape thing and uh, over that fucking grate in New York City like each pant leg is just like blowing in the wind as they walk and I'm like what, what what do you have curtains on your fucking feet or or, or or is that a dress pant you know and it just like I'm just I just I'm sitting there and then finally this other guy walks up he goes hey man what's going on my name is uh Paul Ruben's a little busy but he told me that you're looking at that uh, that nice IS three fifty uh, uh, twenty sixteen I'm like yeah it's like here's the thing man um it's not here uh, it's in the shop and I I like I give a look I take my hat off I give a look I, I mean I don't I all right here's the thing. I didn't think I'd made a big deal out of it. Apparently, and we'll find out later that I did. But I just like I get a little upset, and he's like, "Listen, I know I know you drove out here." Um, no, he, he, he actually doesn't say that. He goes, "You guys, you guys close by?" I go, "No, we're forty miles away." I I talked to Ruben before I came here. That's why I fucking texted him. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Listen, um, uh, let's see what we can do. I'm like, well, he told me if I put five grand down, there's a good chance we can get close to twenty-two out the door. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know if we're going to be able to do that, but uh, hold tight. Let me, let me talk to my manager. So he disappears for 15 fucking minutes, guys. 15 minutes he disappears. I'm just sitting there playing with my fucking dick, trying not to break shit. He comes back. Listen, we can't do 22, but why don't you just come to my office and, and let's talk. And I'm, I'm just, I'm about to explode. I'm about to fucking explode. And so I'm walking, um, I'm walking to his office and he goes, hey, quick question, man. Uh, he goes, um, hey, listen, why don't I, uh, why don't I take a, a copy of your license and then we'll talk number, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He goes, why don't I get a copy of your license and then we'll, uh, we'll take it from there. And I go, no, no, no. We're talking numbers first, and then if I like that, then you get my license. You understand? He's like, yeah, totally, man. Oh, yeah, sure. So he comes back in. He's like, so what are we thinking? And I'm like, are you trading a car in? And I'm like, no. And what are you thinking putting down? He said, I'm like, I'm going to put five grand down. He goes, okay, so I can't, I can't. I Listen, I talked to my manager. I can't move the price. And I go, but Ruben said that he could. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know why he said that, but I can't move the price at all. And I go, I go, okay, fine. I go, when is this car going to be out of the shop? And he goes, um, I honestly don't know. And it's a shame because it's right down the street. You know what I mean? I'm like, and why is it in the shop? Because the, far, the car facts were clean. You already took pictures of it. Why, why is it on the shop? Honestly, man, when we take pictures of the car, we take pictures, then we immediately bring to the mechanic just to like touch things up. If there's a scratch, we fix that. It just sounds like a bunch of fucking bullshit. So he leaves to do something. He's like checking my like, um, credit or whatever, or like what interest rate he can get me, like trying to lock in the monthly payment or, or whatever the fuck he's doing. And I'm sitting there again, and then Ruben comes in. Hey, what's going on, man? This is Ruben. I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, so Paul told me uh, you don't want to talk to me anymore. And I go, what? Yeah, he told me uh, you were pretty pissed. You kind of scared him, actually. spooked him, and um, he doesn't want to come back here. And I go, what? Wh- what are you talking about? He told me you got pretty pissed off and just didn't want to, you're just like, you didn't want to talk to him. I'm like, what are you talking about? I fuck, I didn't say anything. I just, t- I'm just fucking talking to him. He's like, so it's okay if he comes back? I'm like, yes, get him back here. What, what are we doing? What is this? What is he, a little girl? Yeah, get, what, what are we doing? This is ridiculous. Yeah, get him back here. Could we just figure out what the fuck is going on, where the car is, and what the numbers are? He's like, all right, cool, I'll get him back here. So Paul comes back, and he, like, smells like a cigarette. He probably just, like, you know, had to get a cup of coffee, smoke a cigarette, and come down a little bit. And I go, I go, listen, man, um, why don't we, let's lock these numbers in, okay, and why don't you let me know when the car is in, and then I will come back and I will and I will drive it, and then hopefully buy it. Awesome. Do you want to put a deposit down? Uh, it's refundable. Um, you know, you, you, we hold the car, um, or if you drive it and don't want it, we'll give you the uh, deposit back. But it may take up to thirty business days. And I go, I've already had this problem. If you if you're a long time listener of the podcast, I had a warranty get refunded to me because I never fucking asked for it and this piece of shit salesman put it on me anyway. It took me six months to get $3,300 back. Six months and and, and like a lot of like fucking navigation to get. I'm like, I'm not giving you guys any kind of money. I go, you call me when it's in and I will drive here and test drive it and buy it. He's like, awesome, man. Great. So I leave that night. Though this, This was like, we got there at like 1245. We left around like 2.30. So we were there for like almost two hours. We probably spoke to somebody for 20 minutes altogether. There was so much back and forth, circle jerking, talking to this guy, talking to that guy. Let me check the bank. Let me check my manager. Let me check my cock. Let me take a shit. Let me wipe my ass. It was so much back and forth bullshit. So finally we drive home. So, you know, two hour round trip. 
It's 5.30 p.m. I get a text from Ruben. Hey, man, we just got the car back. And I go, great. I go, I'm going to come in first thing tomorrow morning. I will text you tomorrow morning to let you know when I'm leaving and to make sure it's still there. He's like, awesome. So the next morning, I get up like 8 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning. I text him. Hey, Ruben, what's going on? It's me, Vinny, again. I'm going to come in by the car. Are we still good to go? Yeah, man, car came in last night, still there. I'm not working today, but ask for fucking Raul, and he'll help you out. I go, are are the numbers that we discussed up to date with him? Are we still locked in for that monthly payment and the the cost? Yep, we're good to go, man. Just come in. I go, okay, awesome. So we're driving another fucking 40 miles, an hour trip, and about a half hour into the drive, Zoe, my little angel, my little fucking pumpkin tits, she checks the website, and she goes, huh. And I go, what? She goes, the car isn't on the website. And I go, well, that's fucking weird. Do you think maybe they took it off because I know I'm going to buy it? And she goes, I don't know, but we should call. So I, so the sales manager did, uh, that morning also texted me going, hey, Vinny, we noticed that you came in and didn't buy a car yesterday. Is there something that we could have done better? And I go, the car wasn't on the lot. Is it still there? He never texted me back, but Ruben texted me back saying it was there. So I called the sales manager. He doesn't pick up. I call him 10 minutes later. Doesn't pick up again. We call the fucking place. Now we're 20 minutes out from the location. We A guy answers. He goes, hey, what's going on? Welcome to uh, S. Oh, yeah, I want to shout this place out. Wait, fuck. Did I? Like S, S, G, uh, it's like SGT or STG, something auto. Fuck that place. Never go. I call him up. And I go, hey, listen, uh, I'm here. To, I'm, I'm driving uh, to buy the white Lexus. Da da da. Bada be bada boop. And I go, is it still there? Because it's not on the website. And he goes, I, but I was told it was there last night. And he goes, um, I think, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm looking at the website right now. It's not here, but uh, <clears throat> I think it might be. And I'm like, I'm an, I am a customer. You are an employee. How do we have the same resources of figuring out if the car is there or not? Don't you work there? Is there some kind of fucking inventory you can check, you dumb fuck? And he goes, I, I, I think it's here. I think it's here, man. And I go, okay, well, I'm, I'm 15 minutes away. And he goes, okay. Now I'm 10 minutes away. I get another call. Hey, man, so I asked around and uh, I hate to break it to you. They sold the car last night. And I go, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I talked to that cocksucking fucking Ruben last night and this morning, and he said it was there. Uh, I'm sorry, man. It was, it, was, it, was, it was sold last night. Okay. Thanks. And then I go, Zoe, take my phone and text Ruben this. And she goes, babe, babe. I go, text him this. Okay, what do you what do you want me to say? I go, hey Ruben, the place where you work is an absolute fucking joke, and with all due respect, you wasted both my days. The car was sold last night. Would have loved a heads up. I talked to you this morning, but again, due to the place that you work at and your own incompetence, it's not there. So I wasted two days driving to your location. Have all of your colleagues notified not to email me text me call me or have any contact with me i will never do business with your location best of luck to you and have a great day and folks i just got a new lexus used 2016 
pretty good price from Lexus to Santa Barbara. Um, it was a nice experience. Let's see if they fuck me and the car falls apart. Or maybe it'll last a long time. I don't know. But knowing my luck, <laughs> to be determined. Uh, sorry I missed a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. I appreciate and love all you. And um, hopefully I see you next week. Bye.